Welcome to episode number 21 of the We're Alive Fancast, where we cover every new release of the We're Alive audio drama. Hey, I'm Redbeard! And this is Mick, and this is a spoiler warning. If you have not listened to chapter 41, part 2, go listen to that first, then come back and listen to us. Also, we're going to have a... We're going to try to have an awesome and cool free show today. For our own personal growth, really. Uh, we've got a problem, and we know it now, and we're just trying to work on it. So, uh, I just hopefully this show will be breathtaking. My name is Mr. Redbeard, and I have an awesome problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I've got my, thes- my thesaurus up, and hopefully we can make this a real nice, frosty episode. Yes. And gingerific. Gingerific. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you, like you said, we're covering Season 4, Chapter 41, Part 2, Eye of the Storm. And this episode's caption is, Events Long Since Past. That's right. We released the Jenna McCombie interview last Monday, in case you haven't heard it. It was wonderful. And, <laughs> 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 and uh, I think you should go listen to it if you haven't already. It's She's really cool. Ah, she's really refreshing it was wickedly breathtaking (laughs) wondrous did i say that already (laughs) so do we have any corrections from last week yeah we've got a couple different things oh of course we had a we're live let us know that uh, there were five plus zombies at the end of chapter 40 when datu and glenn and jay were attacked you'll have to listen closely but they were there it was definitely Robbins with the tie. Yeah, my fault. Beard us up on that one. And also mentioned last time that I thought Datu's prayer was the first mention of anything religious when we were alive. And many, many people let me know that there had been one or two other mentions of it. Uh, one in particular was in Chapter 13, Part 2. And But I really, I guess, I just remember being surprised during the first season there not being any mention of it. And I kinda, it kind of fell off my radar, my radar after that. But thanks to those who send in corrections, and please continue to do so. Let's see. Do we got any new iTunes reviews? We do. We have a new iTunes review, and I don't have it here, so let me bring up iTunes. Superb. Yes. <gasps> oh, wow. This is a really thoughtful review. Uh, okay. It starts out, Committed to We're Alive, five stars, by Junix SK8. Really, these guys fill my need to talk about the series. I don't know anyone interested in the show like I am. And these guys make me uh, make me much more well-rounded on each episode, even though I've heard the entire series at least four times since I heard of it. I heard, I've heard of the fan cast from day one in two days. I work long hours. <laughs> I'm about to start listening to everything again to be sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, uh, thank you, Junix. That's very thoughtful and kind of sums up what we're trying to do, I guess. And one last little bit. You've heard us, heard us talk about Dare to Survive before, a little fun survival-type show we're going to do on YouTube. And we have the channel out there. It's at uh, youtube.com or slash daredtos, D-A-R-E-D-T-O-S. And there's nothing, no content out there yet, but as soon as something does go out there, you'll be able to see it in your YouTube feed. 
Very cool. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Let's just double check in the URL. They can share that youtube.com slash dared TOS works, and it does. So that is Kryptonian. Very. Well, that's all I had for our pre-scene-by-scene coverage. You ready to talk about Michael getting Datu into bed and tucking him in? <laughs> so we open with the the violins playing and Michael locking Datu into a room and Tanya taking a blood sample. She puts out that she wants a sample taken every two hours and run on the spectrometer. Yeah, uh, let's see, my main note from this, I, I, I guess my earliest note, is Puck saying that they can take turns doing this sample. Yeah, the attitude seemed to really change. Yeah, he's kind of willing to help now instead of just staying away and being upset at Michael. Yeah. <laughs> so as we're about to leave this part of the scene, you know, there's uh, Datsu saying he will fix the pump, and uh, Michael leaves the euthanization syringe next to Datsu. But uh, Datu's saying that suicide is unforgivable and wants Michael to do it for him. Yeah, and before we get to that, I guess, Tanya, she's leaving. So it's it's like nighttime or close to nighttime, and she's going to go to her place. And it seems to be a lot of travel. Just, maybe I'm... I should get used to that or something, but it just seems, it seems like she's in a safe place now. She might try to stay there for the night. Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering about that, but there was so much other stuff going on that... Well, yeah, it's a good, it's a good point to, not, to make. I'm guessing this tiny house maybe would be part of it. Maybe the safe house is too little. Like, I'm picturing a small two-room thing if she can't stay there. Oh, they're not at the colony. You're right there at a safe house. <laughs> okay, this makes more uh, much more sense. But yeah, so Datu needs a promise. I mean, he's not letting Michael talk about anything else other than you got to take care of it before. So he's got right. an interesting angle because, of course, uh, this lines up more with the Catholic beliefs of uh, suicide being an unforgivable sin. So he doesn't want, he can't do it to himself, but he's also scared. This is what's really interesting. He's scared of what happens when if you know if he goes to being a zombie is part of him stuck in there and what does that mean so he's telling michael you need to take care of this beforehand yeah i thought that was a really interesting question pose is you know is what is left of you stuck inside of the zombie you know and if that's the case that's that is a it's even more terrifying, terrifying. Yeah. that's much worse than uh than just death right so that too He's trying to take care of that. That's understandable. So the next scene. Yeah, we've got Datu explaining. Well, yeah, it's it's the same scene, but we're kind of just we had to break it up a little bit. But Datu is explaining the one that he saw, and he goes in. You know, it's covered in skin and hair, and that kind of gets Michael. Michael's going hair. hair. <laughs> what are you talking? Says, you know, about? a big, very dirty beard, and long hair. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> And, you know, he could just be like me and think all beards are dirty even whenever they're clean, just because, I don't know. You know? You know you love my beard. (laughs) (laughs) Just, fine, just keep it away. (laughs) But, uh, so, that's... uh, (laughs) 
uh, on that note, I'm thinking about putting my hair in dreads. What do you think? I think that'd be awesome. Dang it. Think... It'd be <laughs> astonishing. I win. <laughs> cool. There you go. I, I said it too. Uh, it's the cool and awesome show again. That would be righteous. <laughs> this is a stupid list of words. It's going to be majestic. Yes, that is magnificent. <laughs> what? Okay, so back to the scene real quick. Mm-hmm. The, Datsu was describing him. We know he's wearing a dark blue shirt and brown pants. Um, but he said that there was a dark spot on his face. Has that been mentioned before? Not that I'm aware of. I actually was uh, holding that question to ask you at the end uh, after we hear a little bit more about this character. But I, re- I really don't have anything else to go on. It sounds like you don't either. Except, Not on that part. Except now that you say that, the album art that I was looking at, we're, we're trying to figure out what this possible face is. What's been? I just realized it's been bothering me because I was like, well, maybe it's not a face. There is a big like if it, if it if it is a face, it's in the behemoth, and his ear is like in the oblique of the behemoth. And that's where the face begins. But where I would think his eyes would be, it's just all black, like it's dark. It's also the shading on the pectoral muscle of the behemoth underneath. So. Maybe that is his face. I don't know. But anyways, he remembers his, you know, his tan pants and blue shirt, and he smells really bad. I wonder if that's these. Did he say bad or did he say burned? Well, I, I'm probably wrong. So you know, <laughs> bear in mind. <laughs> if you listen to it more than once, because I, I only I didn't go back and try to check to see if he said burned or bad. I thought it was just bad the first time I heard it. Hmm. I don't see the face on the Yeti. <laughs> no, that's not... No, that's uh, in the picture? Yeah. The one that I showed you earlier with the... I shaded everything but the face? Yeah. You didn't see a face there? No. Oh, okay. I'll have to look at it again. I'd, You'll have to send that I'd to me. i definitely send a face. Or see a face. It's on Twitter. i put it on there if you go to my page and look at the pictures. Or not my page, but the Weird Life Fancast page. It's in the pictures there. Well, you want to pause it real quick and take a look at that? Yes, I'm going to pause it. It looks like a really sad Jesus. <laughs> so you did see a face. You even got emotion from it, huh? <laughs> it looks like a sad clown. I'm not really sure. It just looks to me like a very general face, which could be that of Mr. Seth Peterson. It looks a little bit like that to me, I guess. And then also where his you know, mouth and everything would be, it's kind of darkened again, and I'm picturing a beard there, but I might just be projecting all that. Anyways, that's the Chapter 41 album art. Very interesting. Okay, so I'm... <laughs> yes, I'm a little mesmerized by the, the, the Freddie Mercury mustache there. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Well, if it's not a frowny face, it's a mustache. Where the mouth might be. Okay. Hi. Uh, so I guess I need to go back and listen to it again and see if he smelled. They smelled really bad, or he smelled really burned. I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen. Well, to what it. is it? I'm sure you're right. Does it mean something to you if he's burned? Does I mean, do you have a note for that or something? Does is there a reason he'd be burned? I don't know. I, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, why would he be burned? Huh. 
I forgot to listen for it again on the second through and didn't even think about it, so oh, well. <sighs> hopefully uh we'll be corrected on that. So Datsu says that he might have said something. And this is when it cuts to the sound clip. Did you have any idea what he might have said other than you know, he's gonna leave him? Yeah, uh last week I thought he said leave and go, possibly. Uh, Regan, he tweets, did Randy say go in Datu's retelling of the attack at the well? I thought he said both, you know, leave and go. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting that Randy can talk. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously more advanced, like there, there has been a lot of talk of. Hmm. Yeah, it's a stunning change to what we're used to seeing in the zombies. Michael mentions to Datu, right, that Saul and Angel knew him too. And that, <laughs> yes. that Randy was in another unit on the base. They weren't that close, but he'd like to think they were friends. And that yes. maybe that means that he thought Randy was a pretty neat dude. I don't know. He'd like to think they were friends. Yeah, he had like an engineering background. Mm-hmm. Engineering unit. He's part of an engineering unit. Not they're, That's totally different than engineering when you talk about you know, real mathematics and engineering. Talking about combat engineering, like blowing stuff up? Yeah, but you build it and then you blow it up. It's not very complicated. We we have we have a co-worker that was an engineer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The other ginger in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So we're going on to, Michael said there's something he could have done before. Right, and I have a. Uh, I would like to talk about that afterwards too, just to see how much weight you put into that kind of statement. You know, once we know the full story later on. Okay. So we've got the next scene, which is another flashback, but it's this is the flashback to the waterworks with Michael, Angel, Datu, Riley, and the new character. I don't have a lot of notes until we're pretty far into it. So if you have anything before that you want to talk about. So yeah, they're walking through, they're recapping the bodies that are laid about, and they know someone's still alive in there. Michael is split off from Angel and uh, Riley when the behemoth comes out. Yeah, so we've got a really great action scene going on here. Basically, Michael's trapped. He sees Randy, who tells him to, you know, be quiet. <laughs> And that's why we don't ever hear from Michael back in Chapter 8 when they go to the waterworks. Because you're kind of like thinking, what happened? I remember back then listening to it, I thought he like fell down some kind of deep well and couldn't be heard from. Not well, but like a big hmm. drop-off or something. Like, Was it just possibly dead or something? Yeah. But we know now it was because Randy told him just be quiet. It's so steamy, nobody could see anything. Right. Once Michael gets to see him up close, he realizes that it's Randy. And he's starting to, he's talking to Randy about his part of the survival, where he went and all that, uh, went to the unit. And Randy said he was staying someplace nearby. And I immediately started thinking, is he talking about Dunbar? And that's confirmed by Michael saying that it was in the notes from CJ. Yeah, and he, he, he mentions CJ sent him to the waterworks before he even says anything about the notes. And I was like, I had to go back. I was like, wait a second. Did I just hear he said CJ sent him to the waterworks? Yeah. Before he actually, you know, journals 
and talks about how you know the notes have been compiled by Kelly, and he found the stuff about Randy, but he but he had chose not to tell CJ about this. Yeah, I thought that was kind of strange. Also interesting, um, CJ is already running things a month and a half into it, which I, I guess I can't be too surprised because Michael's doing the same thing. So I found that a little interesting as well. Yeah, and Michael shares that uh, Saul and Angel, and, you know, the, given this is a flashback, that Saul and Angel uh, were with him at the original tower, and Randy gets all excited about Saul, but not Angel. <laughs> I was like, Saul, that's great, and I'm thinking, yeah, we all love Saul, man. Saul's so cool. <laughs> he never, never once acknowledges Angel. Right. I guess Angel, still being new to the unit, has made quite an impression, even on people in other so. units. <laughs> <laughs> also, so. whenever Randy was like, kind of buried in something, whenever Michael got to him, did you did you catch that? Yeah, and I guess when something collapsed, or I don't, I'm not really sure, because it sounded like he got out on his own, or Michael may have helped him. It sounded like he was buried or covered up in bottles like the the clanking around and all I could think about was those chemicals that he in the bag that he drops a few chapters ago oh what what uh from what we hear later in this scene though I began to not believe that anymore I was thinking oh no you know I, I began to wonder is Randy a bad guy did he poison the water supply is he already doing these chemicals no none of that my wild conspiracy theory brain uh, got showed showed up on that. I don't showed up. Who says that? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> got all showed up. Got all this. These words are imposing. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, he also said it only been a month and a half since the outbreak, but with his beard and long hair like that, he already looked homeless. That's all. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Once again, I hear you. <laughs> well, let's see. So they're trying to make it out of their area they're in because I guess the behemoth collapsed some of the the area that Angel and Riley escaped from. And when they did this, oh, as they're doing this, they're trying to, I guess they're prying open a door. And did one of the zombies come back in? I'm trying to figure out what caused the door to slam on Michael's arm. Yeah, the zombie jumped on down and... Uh, oh, he jumped on Randy. Jumped on Randy and took a nice little bite on his arm. And when he did that, the door that was pried open slammed on Michael's arm, breaking it. Right. And when uh, while Randy's assisting Michael, Michael notices that Randy's bleeding. Yeah, they're... So they hear the Z's, and I began to wonder if it was a little one or not. But uh, he says it's a, he he does come out and say it was a regular one that jumps on the, Randy's back. Yeah. And he reached, Michael was kind of reaching through the door trying to grab Randy and pull him through when the regular jumped on Randy. Then I guess Randy had, you know, being much more stronger than Michael, I'm sure. Just kidding. I'm just making a pot shot. Uh, the door <laughs> crushes Michael's arm. It sounded very painful. Oh, my gosh, it did. It was Giving me synesthesia pains. What's tearing me up? Randy. Okay, so basically, once he gets them off, 
once he gets the zombie off of him. Whoa. <laughs> he frees Michael's arm and Michael's busted up. Randy's bleeding, like you said. And then uh, he's a fast turner because Michael yeah, already Mike... notices his eyes immediately. The pain hits him. His voice starts changing when he's begging for death. Yeah. His voice. Oh, man. That was a, a great scene. It was. I mean, just stepping through the entire turning and his voice changing as he's yelling. Mm-hmm. And then Michael basically left him locked in there. Yeah, did, did you get the sense that Michael trained his gun on him? I think he did, but he just couldn't do it. He could pull That's the, trigger. the sense I got, but now, did, did was Michael's uh, rifle out of out of ammo? I don't think so. I, I didn't think so either. I knew he was low on ammo already, yeah. but I didn't think he had he used any of didn't have that it. many rounds, but... He... I, I was looking for some reason to, get to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, he chose not to kill him, and that's what's eating him up earlier when he says, you know, he could have prevented it. I'm just wondering why he didn't, because this guy is not that close. We know Michael kind of likes the guy, but they're not friends. So what's the big deal? He hadn't turned yet, and Michael's have I think he's having a hard time killing somebody who's still alive. What do you mean he was turned? By the time it was all said and done, he was turned, so why didn't he kill him? No, he didn't. He turned his back on him and walked away as Randy's yelling at him not to, to kill him still. I don't know. I thought it was kind of jacked up. Yeah, it was pretty jacked up. And I expect to see this sort of thing with Datu and and Michael again, unfortunately. I've been holding to the theory that Datu's going to live after this episode. I don't think he's going to live. I think we're going to... Okay. Datsu's well, going to be fine. Let me say that I think we're going to see at least Datu begging for death and Michael having to make this choice again. Whether or not Datu recovers, Michael's going to be stuck with this choice again of having to kill somebody who's not turned. I. Datsu's going to live. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be, in, I'll be in denial of until grief. it happens. Stages <laughs> of grief. But um, at times. Randy and the actor who played him, Seth Peterson, sounded kind of like Michael Shannon to me, who voices Zod and Man of Steel, which is a good thing. Did you hear any of that? Oh. I thought he was... No, but now that I think about it, I can kind of hear it. I thought he was awesome. Oh, d- I thought he was... Uh, Majestic. He was... <laughs> uh, Magnificent. None of these are actually the words I'm looking for. Phenomenal. No wonder I had to say it. His performance was stupefying. Mind blowing, superb, exalted, righteous, very majestic. And why is Harry here as a synonym for awesome? <laughs> well, that's really Harry. Oh, man. Mick! Mick found it breathtaking. He did. <laughs> it was it was uh, storm stunning. So Randy has shown up several times, or both times that Michael's group has tried to get water. That's kind of funny. One time as a zombie, and one time not. <laughs> but here's the other kind of cute thing is that CJ ordered two people to being infected to get water. Yeah, and they all messed up the other guys that went to uh, Ground Zero to get uh, samples. Mm-hmm. I, I also the a, other there's a pattern of people are expendable to, to CJ. Yeah, the other cute thing. 
that I'm seeing here. Oh, I say cute. Like that's sometimes that uh, sounds like a derogatory term. But the other really interesting thing here is that Michael walks away, just like Randy walked away from Datu and let him turn. Hmm. I wonder if that. I wonder if that has anything to do with. If one has anything to do with the other. I don't know. Michael seems to be pretty messed up in the head. Right, but did his choice in not killing Randy have any effect on Randy killing people and leaving them to turn instead of well, not killing well, them, infected them and leaving them to turn? I don't know. It it really it could be a lot bigger than that too. If if Randy's got the ability to speak and he's leading other zombies, which it sounds like he was from the replay at the uh, at the pump, then the ramifications are a lot worse than just Datu. Unless, I mean, I don't know, unless they, it is somehow placed to their advantage that the man in the pinstripe suit and Randy's group clash at some point. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see this a battle happening, and then all of a sudden, the two zombie groups clash, and they get out of there and let them destroy them each other. Maybe what comes up in the future. I hope that that'd just be a really cool scene. Yeah, that's. I've always been kind of pulling for whoever this Randy guy was that we now kind of know a little bit more. Uh, that he would be a good zombie and lead the fight against Ink. I'm just wondering. I don't know. Michael has never seemed like the type to have a really to really have a problem killing someone like that. Who has he killed before they turned? Uh, the, like the Maulers. That was an enemy, though. I totally get that, but this guy's about to be an enemy. There is no saving him. Why would you just? Well, at there's, that time, but there's they, no precedent. They... You, you said he hadn't had a problem doing this before. He's never had to do this. I guess not. But I'm I'm just thinking, were they still? Do they still have the mindset that there might be a cure? I don't think so. I just think he's uh, they're they're just, trying to show a weakness in Michael. Oh, or what some people might say is a weakness, because I mean that that'd be an awful hard thing to do to kill somebody in that situation, even if they were about to turn. Well, it, I don't. It know. should be a hard thing to do, at least. I mean, it's not going to be easy. I just feel I don't know if. I just don't know if I'd sit there and think about it. I think I'd, I'd probably have a problem with it afterwards, but I, I don't think I'd have a problem doing mm-hmm. it. Well, maybe Michael was thinking, my arm really hurts, and if I shoot you, the recoil is going to just send throbbing pain. It was a very selfish it's thing. Like, it's like, don't worry, Dato, you're safe. My arm's healed up. <laughs> it's not going to hurt me near as much to pull the trigger. I don't know. It, I don't know. I guess it's... It's easier said than done. That's that's probably very true. Okay, so Michael said this is my fault earlier to Datu. And I wanted to ask you what, how much weight you put into the, to those kind of comments. People are like, this is my fault. I could have prevented this so long ago. Like, I wouldn't I really see put, how I wouldn't put the blame on Michael for that. Right. I mean, I see how he could feel bad about it, but I mean... Yeah, but I, I don't see Michael being the at fault for that. There's so many other things he could be at fault for. Right. Why choose that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one just seems kind of silly. That's going to happen with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, 
this is a whole flashback episode, so I really don't have a whole lot. It, it's answering some questions, which is very welcome. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to come. I, I For some reason, I was just expecting a little bit more. It was Randy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for it to be a lot more nuanced or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and then, well, I'm glad that it's it's been answered. Now I want to know, is there two factions of zombies? Is there, you know, are they warring uh, at times? Are they fighting? Or is all that just happened circumstance? Yeah, we saw that little one attack that regular with Victor and Tanya earlier in the season. So there's just so much interesting stuff out there. But a lot of times these answers that we're going to get, like you're saying now, uh, might not seem as fantastic as all the different things we have built up in our minds. <laughs> <laughs> like, or or he's just going to slowly feed them to us until like this epic answer answering session, you know, near the end where there's going to be a lot of fighting and mm-hmm. a lot of answers kind of coming at you very sporadically or not not really sporadic, but very action filled. Yeah. Now, uh, the way that I thought, I kind of thought Randy, I kind of thought Randy when we got to hear from him this first time, I thought Randy was already going to be a zombie. So that was interesting to have that changed in my mind. What, what, were you, what else were you expecting from this uh, interaction with Randy or whatever Randy was going to be? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess I was kind of thinking that. Michael would just be sitting down and they'd be going over notes and answer, you know, who Randy is and why he's, or kind of what what role is he playing in this whole thing? Why is Michael see such a, this, I don't know, why does he see this to be such an importance? Right. I mean, I, and, and yet we got that, but it seems very selfishly motivated because he's the one that screwed up and left him out there. Yeah. So he's trying to make make things right by killing him, because the last thing he can remember hearing Randy is him begging for death. Is that kind of where you're going? Yeah. So, I mean, I I know that he wants to get other answers as well and find out what the zombies are doing at the moment. But put in that context, it seems really really selfish. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just Michael shaping up to be a person that I don't really care to like. Mm-hmm. Which is surprising to me because I, I didn't expect to feel that way. Yeah, I can see I can see how you'd think that. I definitely like having these really flawed characters. Makes things interesting. But um, you guys aren't going to believe the prediction. We're going to read for you later in the feedback section that... I want to note that you called the flashback before that came out too. And I, I mean, nailed it. The water works. This is what's <laughs> gonna happen. I mean, not every detail, but I thought that was pretty impressive. Oh, thanks, man. I, I don't know. That's just the way they drew it. A kind of fit the scene. Yeah. We've already talked about the new character we had and what we thought. What we thought about them. The favorite lines from the show. I'm gonna share the one Regan tweeted us as mine, and it was. 
when Michael let him know Saul and Angel made it, Randy's like, wow, Saul made it. Michael <laughs> yeah, says, no. and Angel. And Randy says, yeah, Saul, man, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that too, though. Because it's so stressful and it's very drama-filled on occasion, so the little light-hearted moments are just the best. Mm-hmm. Yep, and did you have a favorite line or just going to... That, that was my favorite. Yeah, that was a really good one. Uh, rating, I mean, five. I don't. For me, it was amazing. We had, you know, so many different things touched on. For production alone, it was incredible. It may not have played out the way that I necessarily wanted it to, but it, it was definitely well done. I, I give it a five as well. Yeah, it was. It was uh, impressive, for sure. It was outstanding. There we go. It was fr- a really frosty episode this time. <laughs> Hope everybody had a great Christmas and a and a and a good New Year celebration. Yeah, definitely. We didn't have a question of the week, but I'm gonna give you one that our buddy Chris W gave us. It says four New Years. For your favorite character, what would their New Year's resolution be? So send us your answers. Uh, you can do Facebook, email, or tweet us. Email is live at mickred.com. Have you thought of any yet? No, <laughs> I've wanted to, but I haven't actually spent the time to do it yet. All right, for our listener mail, tweets, and Facebook post section, we've got... After last last week's episode, not this week's, Doofus Monkey said he's starting to buy into the theory that everyone dies, and I just stole your <laughs> your feedback. Sweet. Want to take the next three? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Doofus Monkey writes: You need to introduce new fan base characters like Redbeard or Nick Voodoo just to kill them off. Oh, second to. I would like him to live and be the hero, but I'll take, you know, killed off too. <laughs> Casey write back, writes back, uh, okay, done. I named colonists after them. However, we may never hear of them mentioned. <laughs> Hashtag Doofus. honorary title. <laughs> Doofus Monkey writes, what color is Randy's beard? Was it ever mentioned? It might be red. Oh, man. That would be, that'd be wonderful. That'd make me happy. That'd be, uh, that'd be zero cool. Apparently, <laughs> that's a good thing. That, that's a terrible movie. <laughs> Shocking. I think it could the, be red. The movie Hackers. I think that was the handle of one of the guys in there. Zero cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark Davis said, uh, said this is before this week's came out. So they said tomorrow's episode will be a Christmas gift. Maybe Datu will change and kill pigs, lol. (laughs) I had a nice little chuckle at that. That's a good Christmas wish. (laughs) Clem on Facebook says, Hello there. Finally had an opportunity to listen to this episode from last week's, uh, our last coverage. Again, you did an amazing job. Thanks, man. He, He continues, and I almost immediately fell in love with Jenna McCombie. Figure. Ma'am, you've got such a lovely voice and a way to speak. Really amazing. 
I appreciate it. Oh, that you guys shared some of my questions. I have not expected this to happen. And I'm very happy that Jenna took her time to answer them thoroughly. It was really sweet. Couldn't agree more. She was... She's not... She's magnificent. She was. Hope we get a chance yes. to talk to her again. Deanna from Facebook, she tweeted... She didn't tweet. She Facebooked us and said... uh she read a theory in the forums, and she's a lurker there, that the reason Michael does not tell the people uh, Randy's story is because Randy helped him and was turned for his efforts, and Michael couldn't shoot him because he saved him. She says she really liked this theory. Again, totally not hers, she says. And she wondered what we thought. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was, I was already kind of had my case in my head of how... I didn't think this was going to happen. <laughs> you know, I, and I mentioned earlier, I thought Randy was already a zombie. But she said that Unit from the forums uh, pointed this out. And I just got to say, freaking hats off to Unit. <laughs> I, I, After I read this again after the show, I thought, there's no way. This guy's got to have inside info. Info, right? Yeah, seriously. As completely spot on. I told her, you know, basically dot, 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 wow, after this last show, and she replied, okay, I know I'm too late for the show, which we recorded late, so we're glad to put this on here. She said, okay, I know I'm too late for the show, but I just have to say that I am super smart for jumping on the unit's bandwagon last week. He is smart. I had an exact, <laughs> I had the exact same thought as Mick. Um, wow. And she replied to that, Yes, she meant to say smart. So thanks, Deanna. Let's see, Alyssa Uringa, here's my questions. Oh no, Randy again. <laughs> First Tanya, now Dot Two. Is he some sort of mission by Ink? Why Dot Two? Is Dot Two going to go all zombie kill on the colony? Well, now we know that that's not going to be the case because, well, He's locked up inside of a, a safe house. Well, I guess he could get out of there and Yep. And go little one on the colony if that's possible. I doubt I mean, it. I mean he is King Datu. He's gotta go have some sort of rage factor if he gets turned. As long as Michael does his job, that shouldn't happen, but well, how terrifying would it be to have a evil zombie Datu? Oh gosh. Datu's not a female, so Michael won't shake him. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you because you dragged CJ across the yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't know if he's a, on a mission by Ink. I don't think so, but that doesn't mean he's not. I'm still hoping for the two, you know, factions that are going to clash. Mm-hmm. And why die too? She said. I don't know. If there's a reason, hopefully we're going to learn it. <laughs> I figured it, but it's in the end, if everybody's dead, that Datsu and Skittles will be the two left alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Poor Datsu. Like Regan says, he just listened to the latest We're Alive. Great episode. Poor Datsu. He's got a heart of gold. I just couldn't agree more. Yeah. We could miss him if he's gone, or hopefully he stays. And then December 16th, after our last show, I predicted that it would. this would be a flashback, I guess, when we saw the album art. And Matt Sawyer said, 
if you're correct about this, I shall give you my soul. I shall give my soul to you. And I told him, all ginger tendencies behind, keep it. Uh, just keep giving us your ears, man. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Matt. Yeah, Mick, Mick couldn't. Mick's body couldn't hold a soul, anyways. It would <laughs> probably tear it apart. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Let's see, Clem. Clem on Facebook. Well, I'm still in shock and awe because so many questions have been answered almost simultaneously. And I am nearly speechless. And one question keeps surfacing in my mind. Why did Randy leave King R2.2, the resourceful alive? Why, 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 why? That's what we all want to know. He killed Jay and Glenn without a second thought. Is he tormenting Michael? I think so. That'd be interesting. That's a, a possible option. Mark Davis says, awesome, definitely tied up loose ends, and it was definitely a great gift getting that episode early, since we're alive, dropped that episode, uh, like, in the middle of the early, early morning hours. Instead yes, of like, Mark, Mark said awesome. He did. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, we've, we've set these guys up. They, they're, sp- they're speaking our language. <laughs> It gives us the opportunity to say the word, too, so thank you. <laughs> Let's see. Adam, he tweets to us, uh, so Datu was attacked by Mr. Redbeard? I'll have to keep listening to find out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Adam tweets, uh, Michael's story finally comes out. Did anyone theorize Randy was from the army? I'm not sure if they did or not. I don't know. I I don't remember seeing it. Nobody sent us any feedback like that. I, I think somebody wrote it one time that it was like they that it might be Michael's brother. Yeah, I remember seeing that a lot about maybe being Michael's brother. But that's not the case. That that I could understand it being hard to kill him. Right. I don't know. Captain Hindsight. <laughs> Chris Eads says, awesome episode of We're Alive this week. I still feel that these last chapters will focus completely on the Colony Dunbar, though. In the artwork for this chapter, is that supposed to be Randy's face you can see in the behemoth's chest? I think so. I think that's Seth Peterson's face as Randy, partly. But maybe it could just be a behemoth drawing that is somehow white everywhere, but regular human flesh-toned. In that face area? I don't know. Chris Eads continues. Uh, I'm assuming... Oh, I, I, yeah, I replied back that... Yeah, I think that's the chest in there. He said, I'm assuming you meant the face, not my theory about uh, it's solely focusing on the colony slash Dunbar, since you quashed that theory on your last podcast. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Awesome interview with Jenna, by the way. How can I picture her trying to cut Bert's finger off when she sounds so adorable talking to you guys? All theories are valid. I'm just trying to get my take on them if I think that they're going to happen or not. Obviously, we ha- I thought that we were going to hear about Riley and Bert this chapter. That hasn't happened. Not yet. Well, I thought of that before the album artwork, but still, that's... It's got to happen soon. Oh, I meant... I can't really see them, um, like, on this next episode of this chapter. 
I can't see him staying at the waterworks. I meant to tease this earlier in the thing so people would listen to the feedback if they don't already. But I wanted to ask, I wanted to talk about if we think we're going to hear from Randy again. Because I mm. think I know. I don't, I, I mean, yes, at some point, not this chapter, though. I, don't, I wouldn't think. Well, this could be slightly spoilery. And I think we're pretty much done, right? Other than yeah. this. We're pretty much done, so if you don't want to hear a slightly spoilery thing, then you can go ahead and tune out now. Or skip ahead to the outtakes, if there's any. I'm sure we did awesome this time. Oh, I'm sure we were impressive this time. And totally frigid <laughs> and frosty. Didn't have any problems like that. Uh, but so, okay, you had fair warning. Seth Peterson, who plays Randy, on Twitter... Uh, he responded to somebody that said, you know, basically, it was a great show. You did a great job. Something about, uh, either I hope we hear you again, or the too bad that gig's over now. Seth Peterson tweeted back to him, that gig is not over. The character has just gone through a change. Winky face. Hmm. Whereas Casey and the We Are Live Twitter account uh, was putting out, you know, great job to... So Seth Peterson, who was a great guest today, and kind of the stuff he said looked like he was trying to make it sound like it was a one and done, which is welcome. I, I appreciate that from a creator trying to change expectations. But uh, I think we're pretty sure we're going to hear from him. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's done. I think we got to see those two groups fight. We've already seen one zombie attack another. It's got to be more. Yeah. All right, well, is there anything else we want to cover or say before we're done? No. Go have fun celebrating New Year's. Yeah, and I hope you guys did have fun. Whoa, see what I did there? Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we love you guys. Well, hey, I'm Mr. Redbeard. And this is Mick. We hope you enjoy the show. Whoa. What? Oh, just one of these words I'm going to use. <laughs> Whoa. Nope. Is that, is that the word? That's not it. <laughs> don't take it from me. Don't take this, don't take this it's feeling It's gingerific. From me. <laughs> yeah. I'm Mick. And I'm Mr. Redbeard. I, <laughs> I read it verbatim. <laughs> yeah, you did. What do you get when you cross a joke with a rhetorical question? Why did the little girl fall off of her bike? Because she didn't have any arms. A midget goes up to a prostitute and asks, What's the what? worst joke you ever heard? She replies, Probably this one. <laughs> I picked up my headphones and all I heard was prostitute. Something, something. <laughs> I hope oh, you were recording. Good. I am. Oh, good. Oh, okay, yeah. Once he gets them off, whoa. <laughs> Once he gets the zombie off of him, <laughs> need to leave that awkward silence in there. Yeah. <laughs>